Hey guys, thanks for joining us on Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. Subscribe to us on Apple and Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify to get notified when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, praisechapellasvegas.com, to find out more about us and give online. Thanks again for joining and enjoy today's message. Or a pretender, amen. The definition of pretender is this. Someone to claim to be something, but not a fraud, an imposter, a phony baloney. <laughs> Amen. That, that's my version. Amen. Hallelujah. How many know that we need some real dads that will father their children? Come on. Not dads that will provoke them, not dads that will belittle them, yell at them, but love them, encourage them, and disciple them. In Colossians chapter 3, 21, it says this, Fathers, do not promote your children, lest they become discouraged. The New Living Translation says this, Fathers, do not aggravate your children, or they will become discouraged. Now, the definition of contender is one that contends, especially a competitor for a championship or of high honor. Amen. Come on. As you guys know, we're the champions. Hallelujah. Come on. The Golden Knights, amen. Took it, amen. So go, Knights, go. They contended for the cup. From this, when the day the season started, the contention started to bring a cup to Las Vegas. And through their contention, they became a contender and they won the cup. Hallelujah. So our city, we're so happy for them as our city. But also contender means to strive, fight. Somebody say fight. We need fathers that will contend, that will be a competitor to receive high honor from their children. And I believe that those fathers, those daddies, come on, those papas are in the house here at PCLV. Come on, somebody. I believe that some dads are contenders in this place. Amen. They are fathers that have a champion heart in this house. And if you're a pretender today, God can make you a contender. Tell, tell your neighbor, there's some good news for you. <laughs> Come on. Come on, because it doesn't really matter. Listen, dads, it doesn't really matter how you start or how you, how you start. It's how you finish. Come on. Come on. I don't know, too. We, we, a lot of us started with a rough start, but it's how you finish. See, boxers... If we go to the back to the ring of boxers, and that's why we have a ring outside for you to take pictures in, boxers are contenders. Come on, those who started to box and started boxing, amen, they boxed for one reason. They wanted to be a contender. They wanted a shot at the championship. They wanted to be a champion. I don't think, amen, they understand that boxers are not pretenders. Come on, they don't box because they like getting punched in the face. Come on, I don't think they joined it because they just enjoy that, amen. Or they don't box because they want to lose. They want to be considered or ranked as a contender. Any boxer, they had that dream. I'm going in the ring and I want to win a championship. I want to be the champion of the world. So they go into strict training. They discipline themselves in order to be a contender. If we want to be considered contenders of the faith, 
And that's really for everyone in the house today, but speaking to dads in the house, amen. Dads, if you want to contend, strive, fight, and be a great father, then we need to stop pretending and we need to start contending. Come on, somebody. Come on. Being a dad doesn't mean that you just made babies. Come on. We need contenders in the house. Can somebody say amen? Come on, you, you, you train them up. You got to get trained up in the word of God. And it's not just knowing the word, but it's applying the word. Come on, it's not just knowing how to do push-ups. It's not just knowing how to do jump rope, amen, or, or knowing how to punch, amen, a, a punching bag, amen. But it's actually doing the training. Come on, it's actually doing the push-up. It's actually going through the strict training if you want to be a contender. Come on, it's about discipling yourself, Dad. And come on, it's running for contention to be ranked as a great father. Dads need to contend, not pretend. Come on, we need to be in contention. We got to be the best daddy. I know of you, but I want to be the best father. I want to be the best pastor. I want to be the best brother. All these things are contentions that we need to have in our lives. Amen. That you know what? I want to strive to be the best. I don't want to just be ordinary. Come on, hallelujah. Come on, ordinary people, come on. You, you, I'm not saying you're not going to make it, amen. But let me tell you, the extraordinary just helps you to get the other ones going. Come on, so we need to be in contention, amen, and help each other be contenders. In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 24 to 27, it says this. Don't you realize that in a race, everyone, somebody say everyone, Everyone runs, but only one person gets the prize. So run to win. All athletes are disciplined in their training. They do it to win a prize that will fade away. But we say I. Come on, say I. But we do it for an eternal prize. So I run with purpose in every step. Listen, listen to the words of Paul here. He says, you know what? In this race, uh, in this contention, uh, in this being a contender, amen, uh, every, every step I take has a purpose. Everything I do has a purpose. Anything I say has a purpose. Come on, daddies. Come on. Uh, everything that we do, people are watching us, amen. Uh, it has a purpose. So he says, every step I take has a purpose. I'm not just shadow boxing. I discipline my body like an athlete, training it to do what it should. Otherwise, I fear that after preaching to others, I myself might be disqualified. Hallelujah. Look what the Message Bible says. It says, you have all been to a stadium and seen athletes run. Everyone runs, one wins. Run to win. All good athletes train hard. They do it for a gold medal that tarnishes and fades. You're after one that has gold eternally. I don't know about you, but I'm running hard to finish the, the I'm running hard for the finish line. I'm giving it everything I've got. No lazy living for me. I'm staying alert and in top condition. I'm not going to get caught napping telling everyone else about it and then missing it out for myself. Come on, somebody. We got to win. Come on, we got to win the prize. 
You got to run in such a way that there's only one prize given. So run to be. Disciple yourself, daddy, man, and go for the gold. Come on, somebody. Everyone that goes for running, they're not saying, I'm running for the silver or the bronze. No, I'm running for the gold. I'm running for the best, amen. I, I don't want first. I don't want, I want, I, I mean, I want first. I don't want second or third, amen, or, or even last or not being considered at all. Come on. Number 25, don't get mentioned. <laughs> you got to run for the gold. Tell your neighbor, run for the gold. See, winning requires purpose and strict training. Paul uses an illustration here to explain the Christian life that, that it takes hard work, self-discipline, self-denial, and preparation. Amen? As disciples, as Christians' dads, we are running towards a heavenly reward. Amen? We're running to be champions. Come on, I'm running not just to finish this race. I'm winning, I'm winning it for a prize. There's a heavenly prize waiting for me. There's a heavenly prize waiting for you, amen. It says run in such a way that only one gets the prize, church. Don't be a pretender. Be a contender. Come on. Study the word of God. Uh, equip yourself to run the and fight, church. Uh, and set an example, dads, for your children. Come on, don't. Stand there pretending, amen. Don't just be in the grandstands, amen. Don't just run a couple laps, dad. Come on. We got dads that just run a couple laps and say, okay, I did my job. Hallelujah. You know, we, we do one push-up and we think that's it. Hallelujah. Come on, we just do some things. Just don't run a couple laps, amen. Don't just shadow box. You're pretending you're, you're fighting the devil. What are you doing, dad? Um, I'm fighting the devil for you. Come on. You're going to have to actually fight the devil. Amen. Come on. You're going to have to actually fight the fight. Come on. The fight that we're in, church, this is real. Come on. There's an enemy after you. Amen. That's coming after you. Amen. And you got to have your dukes up. Amen. And get ready to box. Amen. And say, you're not going to take me out. You're not going to take my family. You're not going to take my children. Devil back up. Amen. Come on. We got to just go for the round. He may get a couple good licks. Amen. But let me tell you, come on. Ding, ding. Round two. Amen. We're going again. Come on. You, you may have won that round, devil, but you're not going to win this round. Hallelujah. We got to show our children to keep going forward. Be a contender. Train diligently. Your spiritual process depends on it. We cannot just be home lazy, thinking that we're going to be a great dad by just sitting down. We got to do something, church. We got to train ourselves. Come on. We need to be self-disciplined dads. Self-discipline requires, listen, an honest look, a look at your strengths and a look at your weaknesses and working towards your better. Hallelujah. Come on, it's looking at yourself and looking at those weak parts in your life, those strong parts in your life and say, you know what? I'm going towards my better. I want to be better. I want to be great. I want to be considered one of the greatest dads on earth. Hallelujah. Come on, to our children and to those around us, can somebody say amen? amen. Listen, church. It means building the will. Listen, dads, the will to say no when inside has a powerful appetite to say yes. 
Come on, I told you last Sunday that you need to shout Jesus. Come on, somebody say Jesus. Come on, you got to shout Jesus when you're drowning in your troubles. Well, you need to shout no when your flesh is saying yes. Some of you men have to tell your flesh, shut up. I'm not going to do that. Amen. Shut up. I'm not going there. I'm not going to say that. You got to learn to say no to the flesh and yes to God. No means no in English and no in Spanish. Hallelujah. No is no. <laughs> Come on. Just tell the devil no. Come on, say it. No. no. Say no. no. See, so you guys know how to do it. You need to do it when it's happening. You need to do it when your flesh is craving to say yes or craving to do that. Amen. You got to say no. I'm not going to do that. No flesh. That's why Paul says you got to crucify that flesh every single day. Come on, because we were all in the flesh, church. Come on. Flesh is part of us, amen. We gotta, we gotta die to this flesh. We gotta bring the flesh into submission. The spirit man has to stand up, but that spirit man cannot stand up if it's not trained up. You gotta train up yourself, amen. With the word of God, some of us, amen, we need to get that Bible and start doing some curls on it, amen, hallelujah. Just start curling the word of God, amen. I'm going to be a stronger man. I'm going to be a stronger dad for my children, amen, by getting into the word of God. An example, when you have self-discipline, is to say no to friends or situations that lead you away from God. Things that point you away from Christ, amen, I'm not going there. I'm not going to be doing that, amen. It's taking me away from Christ. No will be to laziness in favor that to say I can and I will do. Come on, it's time to say, you know what? I, I, I'm not, you know, I got time. All of us have time. Come on, we say, can you read the word? I don't got no time, Pastor. You've got time. Come on. If we can take snapshots in your home, amen, you're probably laying on your couch watching TV. You got time. You got time. Or you're playing a game. Hallelujah. For those gamers out there, amen, just on the game. Three hours, four hours on the game, you can't even pick up a Bible and read the word. Woo! Hey, I got nothing, I got nothing with that. If you want to do three hours there, then go do four hours in the Bible. That's all, I'm going to be all right with that. But you can't be doing three hours and five minutes on the Bible. If we want to be contenders. I'm talking to contenders in this place. Come on. Otherwise, we're going to be labeled pretenders. And Paul says, you know, I don't want to be disqualified. That when I preach to others, I don't get disqualified. So I, I, I got to, if this is who I am or, or this is who I choose to be, then need to be that. Amen. You got to be that man of God. You got to be that, that, that Christian. You got to be that disciple of Jesus Christ. So you know what? This is who I am. Self-discipline is long. It's a steady course in learning attitudes. Have a learning attitude that doesn't come naturally to us. Come on, somebody. Come on, it's channeling our natural appetites towards God's purposes. Paul goes on to say in the text, if I don't do this, amen. Come on, I do this because I won't fall out of contention. Come on, so that can still be ranked, so I can not be disqualified, amen, so that I will not become a pretender. That's what Paul says, I go to strict training, I, I don't just shadow box, I, I'm doing it for the real deal. 
Now, that doesn't mean that I can lose my salvation over this. Paul's not talking about losing his salvation, amen, but he's talking about losing his privilege of telling others about Christ. Come on, it's easy. Listen, guys, come on, all of us do this. It's easy to tell how, uh, how tell others how to live, then you don't even take your own advice. Come on, we, 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 we start barking at brothers and sisters, hey, you should be doing this, you should be doing that, and yet you're not even doing it. Come on, somebody. It's like telling your children what to do, and, 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 but, and, but you're not even doing it yourself. You're not even living it yourself. We got too many fathers today that tell their children, do as I say, not as I do. We must be careful, listen, to practice what we preach. We must walk the talk. Come on, somebody. Or we can become a pretender instead of a contender. Fathers, let's finish strong. How many want to finish strong in this place? Come on. I, I hope you just didn't come in just, just to come. I, I hope you just didn't come in to just sit and, and go through the motions of, of another Sunday or Father's Day. But you know what? That This Father's Day, I, I want to be better. This Father's Day, I, I need to be a better contender. Amen. This Father's Day, I want to be a champion. This Father's Day, I, I want to be a better father. Amen. Like I said, it doesn't matter the past. It doesn't matter 2022 or 2021. But I'm going to do something today. I want to be better today and going forward today, guys. I want to do it now you got to say i got to do it now someone say i do it now Now. come on you 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 can't think about this you cannot procrastinate i'll start next week no no do it now let's finish strong church let's finish strong fathers fathers in order to contend you must have a mindset to finish strong i'm gonna finish this race i'm gonna finish i'm gonna be considered ranked I am a contender. Come on, you got to have that kind of mindset because it doesn't, like I said, matter how you start it, but how you finish. Come on, I started pretty bad as a dad. I, 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 I'm here to tell you, I'm here to testify, you know, I wasn't the greatest father. Come on, and when I first started, I wasn't all that, amen. My lines, I wasn't saved, amen. I was just doing my own thing, amen. Come on, so I started off pretty bad, but I made it through. Come on, somebody. I made mistakes, amen, but but I've learned through them. Hallelujah. I've learned to get back after a stumble, and I've learned to humble myself and move forward. Humble myself and say, I made a mistake, amen. I I have no problem to say, daughter or son, I'm sorry. I I messed up. I'm a knucklehead, amen. I had to humble myself in order to move forward. And if I can make it through, guess what? You can make it through. Come on, say somebody say, I'm going to make it. Tell somebody else, you're going to be all right. <laughs> You'll be all right. You'll be all right. Come on. Come on, even if you messed up yesterday, start today. Say, I'm going to finish strong. Because you can do it, church. Come on. Philippians 4.13 says, I can do this through, through him who gives me strength. Come on, it's the Lord that gives us strength. Come on, I, I cannot be a better father without his help. Come on, I need Jesus, amen. I need the Holy Spirit. I need the Father, amen, to guide me and to help me, amen. And through him, I can do anything. 
Come on, I can go anywhere. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Why? Because it's Jesus, amen. With Jesus, you and I become contenders. Come on, Dad, you're a contender with Christ. Come on, not, man, you got to understand, it's not how many times you stumble, but how many times you get back up. Come on, I don't know about you, but I've stumbled, fall on my face, amen, and you can stay there and cry like a baby, or you can get up and be like a man and keep going forward, amen, and say, you know what, I'm not staying down, I'm going forward, I may have messed up right here, I may have said the wrong thing right here, but you know what, I'm going to humble myself, I'm going to repent, amen, I'm going to ask for forgiveness, and I am going to move forward, hallelujah, come on, it's about going forward, amen, tell your neighbor, get back up. You got to get up. Come on, on the floor, you can't do nothing. You get counted out if you're on the floor. Come on, as soon as you go down, amen, there's the devil counting. One, two, and come on, come on, there's, there's, there's the Holy Spirit. Come on, his angel, get up, come on. Three, shut up. Four, he's done. Five, get back up. Get back, you can do it. Jesus is your, your greatest cheerleader. And he's telling you, get up, son. Get up, daughter. You can do this. And all of a sudden, this inner strength gets inside of you. And say, I can do all things through Christ. You get that breath, amen, that, 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 that wind and say, come on. I got it, you okay? Yeah, yeah, okay. Listen to me, okay, okay, let's go. Come on. Listen, don't, don't. One thing you cannot do in this fight, get all fancy with the devil. Don't be going, oh. No, no. No showboating in that. He'll knock you out. <laughs> be confident because it's not you fighting. It's Christ through you fighting. Come on. You can stand there and you got big Jesus behind you. Come on. And you can just look through and with your eyes and in intimidation, amen, and say, Devil, I don't care who you are. You get that, you get that crazy, get that crazy face. You know that crazy. Let me see that crazy face, if you don't. Let me see that face. <laughs> I don't have one. <laughs> He's been too saved. He's safe, safe now. <laughs> no, but you can stand confidence in your salvation. Say, Devil, get back up. You you can stand him calm this go. Come on, you, you got a good shot, but I'm, I'm coming back. I'm coming back. Get back up, church. Don't let the devil count you out. Don't let him get to 10. Get back up with Jesus and keep fighting again. Ooh, that was a rhyme. Hallelujah. Come on, just, just keep going forward. Proverbs chapter 24, 16 says this. The godly may trip seven times, but they will get back up again. One disaster is enough to overthrow the wicked. The Message Bible puts it like this. No matter how many times you trip, you trip them up, God, loyal people, godly fathers don't stay down long. Soon they're up on their feet while the wicked end up flat on their faces. Come on, knock out that devil. God wants, listen, God wants to restore strength and honor to the fathers in this place. And he's telling you today, He's telling you, Daddy, he's telling you, Papa, that you are a contender. Believe that today, Dad, that you're a contender. I like that. Looked at Abe and Nate, and they're like this. 
Yeah. I'm a contender. Come on. You got you got you, you got your you need to all cool like that would say. I'm a contender. You gotta you gotta say that to yourself. I'm a contender. I'm not a pretender, I'm a contender in this. Wow, you gotta you gotta learn how to flex those spiritual muscles, amen. And walk in confidence of who you belong to and who's been training you. Because we got the best trainer, church. Come on, lean on Jesus, amen. He'll be there in the corner for you each and every time. Come on, you see, the devil is the one who labels you pretender. But don't listen to him. Because it says in John 8.44, he, the devil, was a murderer from the beginning, and he does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own resources, for he is a liar and a father of it. Don't listen to the lies of the devil, church. Come on, don't listen to the world. Listen to your heavenly father. Read the word of God, and it will encourage you that you are a contender and remind you that you are his son and you're his daughter. Can somebody say amen? amen. Come on, train up your kids, dad. Once you get trained up, once you become that contender, now is to pass that down to your children. Come on, stay on course and strict training and then train up your kids up in the same way. Keep learning. Immerse yourself in the word. Come on, you got to understand, immerse yourself. Immerse means to absorb or to plunge in, amen. That's what contenders do. They soak themselves with the word of God, amen. So when the word and the lies of the enemy come at you, you can identify the lie from the truth because you got God's word that tells you what the truth is and his word is a light to expose the lies of the devil. Come on, you got to immerse yourself. Keep training your kids, dads, amen. Keep teaching them, amen. Never give up on your children. Never give up on your children. Proverbs 22, 6 says, train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. The New Living Translation says it like this, direct your children into the right path, and when they are older, they will not leave it. The Message Bible says, point your kids in the right direction, and when they are old, they won't be lost. As fathers and mothers in this place, come on, we all want to. We all want to make the, the, the all the choices for our children. Come on, dads, moms, come on, come on. We want to make the right choices. We're the ones telling them, "Don't do this, do that, do it this way, don't do it that way, man." But in the long run, this hurts them. Fathers, teach your children to make the right decisions. On their own. Come on, somebody. Direct them to the right path that they should take him in. Point them to the right direction, amen. Train your kids to choose the right way. Train your kids to go to the Father, their Heavenly Father. Train them to be contenders and not pretenders. Come on, somebody. Though there are many times that our kids won't agree with us or, or agree with you or maybe they won't do what you showed them, but don't give up and keep on teaching them. Keep directing them, pointing them to the right direction. You got to point them to Jesus. Come on. The things that you train them or you taught them, church, they got to learn to do it on their own. We got to continue pointing them down the right path. Because in our text, it says in Proverbs 
22.6, that when they get old, when they leave the house, when they get married, they will not depart from it. They'll come back to it. Church, his word never comes back void. His word will accomplish anything that it says it'll do. Once the word of God is spoken, it will do what it needs to do. That's God's word. That's powerful. Come on. His word goes out and it does what it what is supposed to do. Fathers, come on. They won't forget. You train your kids, you show them, they won't forget, church. Come on, keep training them, keep teaching them. Listen, a contender makes a contender. A contender makes a contender. We've got to train our children to be that, to go after that. Amen. Fathers, keep praying, teaching and reaching your children. Come on, you got that clip? Jaden, turn off the lights for a moment. Check out this clip, amen, from Rocky Balboa, amen. Talking to the son. This clip here is he's getting ready for a fight. She's so going through with this. And he wants yeah, to talk to his son. Yeah, I start tomorrow. Hey, Rock. I made some connections. I could make some money on this endorsement. I made some connections. I could make some money on this endorsement. Some nervous about the fight. Absolutely do that. They're scared Thank to death. You, sure. Okay, you don't look scared. Well, you ain't supposed some to. Some nervous about the fight. You don't have to do it. Yeah, well, I think I do. Y you know, living with you, it hasn't been easy. People see me but they think of you. Now with all this going on, this is gonna be worse than ever. It don't have to be. No, sure it does. Why, you got a lot going on, kid. Oh, what, my last name? That's the reason I got a decent job. That's the reason why people deal with me in the first place. Now I start to get a little ahead. I start to get a little something for myself, and this happens. Now I'm asking you as a favor not to go through with this, okay? This is only gonna end up bad for you, and it's gonna end up bad for me. You think I'm hurting you? Yeah, in a way you are. It's the last thing I ever wanted to do. I know that's not what you want to do, but that's just the way that it is. Don't you care what people think? Doesn't it bother you that, that people are making you out to be a joke and that I'm going to be included in that? Do you think that's right? Do you? You ain't going to believe this. Well, you used to fit right here. I'd hold you up and say to your mother, this kid's gonna be the best kid in the world. This kid's gonna be somebody better than anybody ever knew. And you grew up good and wonderful. It was great just watching you. Every day was like a privilege. Then the time come for you to be your own man and take on the world, and you did. But somewhere along the line, you changed. You stopped being you. You let people stick a finger in your face and tell you you're no good. And when things got hard, you started looking for something to blame. Like a big shadow. Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is gonna hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Now, if you know what you're worth, now go out and get what you're worth. But you got to be willing to take the hits and not pointing fingers saying you ain't where you want to be because of him or her or anybody. 
Cowards do that, and that ain't you! You're better than that! I'm always gonna love you no matter what. No matter what happens. You're my son, you're my blood. You're the best thing in my life. But until you start believing in yourself, you ain't gonna have a life. Don't forget to visit your mother. son and he's talking out of experience rocky's not just talking he's lived it and he's telling his son what he needs to do in this world amen you know you you you, you read over the words that he said amen and, and as they walked out they said you know are you nervous and he goes i'm scared to death you don't look scared no. well i'm not supposed to come on how many are scared here of life and what's going on. But let me tell you, we're not supposed to look scared. The devil is not supposed to see us scared. Come on. I mean, look look at the advice that he's giving his son, amen. He says somewhere down the line, amen, you, need to, you stop being you and you let the world tell you that you're no good. When things start getting hard, you start looking for someone to blame or, some, or something to blame. The world's not all sunshine and rainbows. It's very mean, and it's a nasty place. So it doesn't matter how tough you are, it will beat you down, and it will keep you there if you let it. Nothing is going to hit you as hard as life. The devil will take his cheap shots at you. But it's not how hard you can hit, but how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. Come on. Keep moving forward. Keep going towards Jesus. Come on. A lot of us have got hit with life, church. Life is sucker punches. Life is, is, is it does not fight fair. It fights rough, and it and it'll keep you down. And here he's giving words of encouragement to a son, amen, that, that's taking all the blame and everything that's not falling in his place, amen. He says, I didn't raise you that way. You're not a coward. I raised you to go forward. And Jeraki showed it through his life how to be that man because he's taken the punches, but he's kept going forward. He's taken the blows, but he kept going forward. And now he's passing it on to his son, amen, and says, you know what? You're gonna, I love you no matter what happens. You're my son. You're my blood. Love your kids, guys. Love them. It doesn't matter where they're at, amen, or where you think they need to be. You need to love your kids. He says, you're the best thing. Tell your kids, you're the best thing that ever happened to my life. You go forward, church. You teach your kids to go forward. Hallelujah. Some of you guys are going to watch that movie today. That's all right. Rocky was not a pretender. And all his Rockies, come on, he might have gone through some places where he had to humble himself to become the Rocky that he was always been, but he always knew how to contend. 
He always contended for the championship. Keep reaching, even if nothing is changing, fathers. Keep loving, even when it seems they're not listening. Don't give up on your kids. The prodigal son came home in Luke chapter 15, a father of a story that, of a father that wasn't giving up on his son. He kept praying and kept believing and kept trusting that, that everything that he taught his son would eventually click in his life. That he would come back home. Dads and some, some of our, our kids, you're gonna, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to, to choose. You're gonna have to let them loose. Amen. I mean, even if they choose to be a prodigal. This is where you as dads have to pray and believe God for them and for their lives. Meaning that you're going to have to let go of your children, parents. You're going to have to let go of your kids and trust God in them. Mom, dad. You're going to have to trust God for them and just keep loving them no matter how many mistakes they make. We need more fathers to pray for their kids, uh, pray protection, pray favor, pray salvation, pray peace, uh, and pray who they're going to marry. Come on, uh, start putting it in the books, amen. I'm, I pray for all my grandkids. Now Enzo is added to the list, amen. I'm already praying for a wife for him. I'm starting now, amen. Come on, pray who their children get attractive to, not just the outside appearance, but the heart of the person. That these are men and women of God that will marry our children, amen. You gotta pray for them. Pray for those things that you want in their lives, amen. Don't belittle them, but pray for them. James chapter 5, 16 says, the prayers of a righteous father, come on, I'll put father in there, is powerful and effective. Your prayers count, not just from, for moms, but dads need to pray. Come on, we can't just give that, that responsibility to mom, amen, but we as dads need to pray this prayer of protection, uh, this prayer over their home, uh, this prayer over their houses, uh, this prayer over their, 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 their finances. I, I pray a hedge of protection over all my children and their, and their homes. I plead the blood of Jesus over them, and I pray for four guardian angels to protect them. We pray, you gotta pray for your children, amen. Come on, because there's, there's a, there's a devil out there in the world and he's mean and he's nasty and he's coming after them, amen. And he will pounce on them and keep them there until they start to grow who they are in God. You gotta teach them to stand up. Can somebody say amen? amen. The father of the prodigal son trusted in what he taught his son and he let him go. When he asked for his share of the estate, he says, give me what belongs to me, dad. And, and he takes off, so he let him go, but he kept loving him. Even after he chose to live wildly and wasting his life and money, his father didn't give up on him. In Luke chapter 15, this son finds himself in a pig pen. And everything that God, that, 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 that dad taught him finally clicked. A light bulb turned on, amen, in Luke chapter 15, 17 says, when he finally came to his senses, speaking of the son, he says, I'm going home. He finally grew up spiritually. He was a little older now. And what was taught to him started to make sense to him. Hallelujah. 
Isn't it funny? We tell our kids something and they say, you're crazy, dad. Three years later, you're smart, dad. <laughs> it finally comes, church. You keep telling them. You keep praying for them. So it's train up the child in the way he should go. And when he gets old, when he finally grows up, things will start to make sense. And when things start to make sense, church, kids come back home. The father in this story is a contender. He's not a pretender. Come on, this is an example of our heavenly father who is the top contender and champion of everything. He lived what he taught his son and didn't give up on his prodigal. He knew everything that, that he taught him would come to his mind, and he waited for his return. In Luke chapter 15, 20, it says, So he returned to his father, and while he was still long away, his father saw him coming. You know, meaning that his father was waiting. His father was positioned. He was praying. He was believing. He was trusting. He contended for his son. And it goes on to say that filled with love and compassion, he, the father, ran to his son and embraced him and kissed him. Come on. The father did, loved him no matter how he looked like, how he smelled, hallelujah, or what he's done. Malachi 4, 6 says, And he will turn the hearts of the father to their children and the hearts of their children to the fathers. This son turned his heart back to his father's heart. Listen, fathers, we must make family a lifelong priority. When we do this, dads, your heart will turn to your children and your children's heart will turn back to you. Another thing is your children don't have to be saved to say, I'm proud of you. Come on. We, we don't have to wait till they reach salvation to start to point all the good things in them. They're your kids. Rocky says, I'm going to love you no matter what. You're my son. You're my blood. Amen. Tell them they're doing a good job where they're at. Come on, if they're good, amen, they got a good job, they're, they're, tell them that. Come on, they don't have to wait till salvation to tell them. Tell them now. Compliment your prodigals and their hearts will turn back to the fathers. Dads, we have a big road to fill. And we got to reach out for our children, especially our prodigals that are out there. Love them no matter what. And you teach them and you direct them, and you point them, and you show them the way. Can somebody say amen? amen? As I close today, the Lord wants to restore strength and honor to the dads in this house. I know it's hard, and it seems like nothing is changing around you, but stay in contention. Come on, the world is filled with a lot of pretenders out there. Let's be ranked as a contender in order to raise up future contenders. Amen? Let's train up our children. Let's love them. And let's, let's show them how they can fight and how they can get back up as life comes at them. Amen? Amen. Come on, let's all stand up. Amen. Come on, give the Lord.